Yeah, it's your one and only, your girl, Just Be Real. And I had to give y'all a different vibe on the intro because the person I got about to join me is a fellow New Yorker. So, yeah, in that case, enough of me chatting. Let's get real. All right, I got my guy, my geyser, my Virgo brethren, Day, Mr. Podcast himself. Honestly, like I told y'all before, like, he part of the reason why I'm on this shit. Like, I'm going to give him, like, Part credit, I would say a good 35% to him and a nice good 50 to Amanda Sales. Like, that's a nice good 85%. Like, that's why we here. Other 15 is niggas is telling me, like, I just got nice words and I should be able to have, use a voice. And I'm like, yeah, that's not my thing. Like, what the fuck? Who's going to do that? No one's going to listen to me. Here we are five seasons later and y'all niggas are listening. So here we are. <laughs> so, Day, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself, Day. Let the people know. Who day is before I, I let them before I get on the history, let them know who you are. Damn, who am I? Uh yo man. <laughs> regular, not regular person. Pretty hypocritical. Uh very outspoken. I'm just me. I'm just me. I'm just me. Uh I work, I get my money, I stick to myself. Uh had a podcast before. I don't know what I'm doing. Didn't know what we was doing. It was all work in progress. She was pretty dope though. The shit was on YouTube. Um yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much an open book. Whatever you want to know. Well, let me not say whatever you want to I'm about to say, watch your words. Almost, almost, almost everything I'm willing to, you know, get into. So, I'll give y'all a little history on Day. Day's from home. That's home. That's the hometown homie. So, y'all hear me say that often. I'd be like, when I have oh, people yeah, on. Hometown homie. Dub set. You know, dub PS niggas call it. Tiger's Den. Whatever you want to say what it is. Um, period. So, oh, 08 oh, great, or as we called ourselves the crazy eights because we were a wild ass class at high school. <laughs> we was a wild, but the the benefits of that was we were real tight and close knit. So, I could say our class was real. I feel like every class in high school was close. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like everybody was, like, yeah, because everybody because White Plains is big, but it's small. So, like, people have family members who know people had older siblings who had younger siblings who had it ended up hanging out or like did sports and stuff and like had the same circle. So, it's like everybody was intertwined some way. Um, but they the hometown homie and the fact that he's Virgo brethren, like that, that makes it even better. But he's always been good people, so like. Yeah, nah, yo, I appreciate you having me out here. Yo. One of few people I can honestly say I rock with heavy from like back in the day. Like, y'all know I don't like people yeah, for real. A, a lot of people have done switched up. You switched know, up, not for the best. Always who uh, they once were. Or, or some people are still who they were and have not evolved. Like, I know a lot of people right now. That, 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 that is stuck in high school days. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, bro, like, I see where your mind is at. Like, I was thinking about that, like, you know, when I was young. There's some people still sitting here. Yo, when we gonna do this? When we gonna do that? Like, you know, when we gonna go through five? I'm about to go smoke the hood. And niggas on the time now, they in their 30s, they be on some. I'm trying to be making my money, stay you know, out like the way. 50 Cent said it best. Damn, homie. In high, high school, school, you was the man, homie. homie. What happened to you? 
Yo. Like, I, I see that a lot. Like, it's crazy. It is crazy. And it's crazy because, like he said, a lot of people still doing the same shit they was doing. We was doing back when we was kids. So, for me, I don't want to be in a bunch of crowds. I don't want to go out to party. My ass, like, I, like y'all see me post. I'm homebody Harriet. I prefer to be in a space where I don't have to worry about energies, what niggas going to pop off, because niggas still be on that rah-rah shit. I want to fight. Nigga, we too old for that. Niggas not trying to have misdemeanors, catch felonies. Like, nobody got time for that shit no more. Like, niggas elevate and educate now. Like, I, my bill's here, and I want to enjoy it. And I, and, it, and mind you, rent me the biggest bill, so I'm gonna be in the place where I pay the most, the biggest bill. Like, and I, I prefer intimate, intimate interactions. So, Day's one of my, 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 my homies, hometown homies. Y'all already heard Joe. Joe been on the podcast. I know that's like one of my best friends. So, y'all know, y'all know how this go. Y'all can catch Joe on season one if y'all had never heard that episode. So Joe talks about. I, I gotta go check that. You know, Joe, yeah. Joe's, you know, I got the drip, I got the sauce. That's the name of the, the episode because, you know, he's a chef and he fly too because that nigga got his own lane and his own and attire, but he, he don't yeah, give a fuck. Definitely go follow uh, Airlines. Shout out to Joe and Nat. Yo, Joey Vandana. And shout out to Joe and Nat. They just had baby Gunner. I cannot wait to see him. With his. He's so adorable. Yo, word. Like, and that, and I want y'all to know Joe literally did a copy and paste. So I, I literally said to this nigga, like, was Nat really involved outside of like the light skin? Because literally, this is a copy and paste. Like, this is your nigga. That's really your son. That's your son's son. That's like, that's like, that's like I don't like. I don't want to be so cliche, but you know the mini me from Austin Powers. Yo, that's really his mini me, bro. His wow. mini me, but we uh, we got you on a podcast today. I had to I had to do the introduction to State of the Union with Jim Jones because they is a dipset till he die. He loyal. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. <laughs> he loyal to dipset, yo. I know, and I was already on Team Team Locks. I was like, okay, Day really is optimistic. He was loyal. You was loyal. They had to roast that ass. You should already know what was up. Period. So that's so the podcast episode today is called Podcast Me Please. Probably sounds cliche as fuck, because, like, Josh, I'm on a podcast. Why the fuck would you name a podcast? Podcast me, please, because y'all know there's always something deeper when I say some shit. Just, yeah, just rock with it. But podcast me, please, is mainly, like I told y'all, they had a very big influence on me. Not just having a podcast, but understanding that using my platform, if I'm going to do it in form, but make sure that it's engaging enough for niggas to want to actually listen. That's the hard part. Exactly. Especially when you're having a conversation, you're the only one doing it. It's like you have to act like you're talking to somebody directly when they're not. They can't see see you directly. And like right now, they can see me. Y'all can't see day. Y'all not gonna see day. But it is very very challenging. Um, I like when 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 we first started our podcast. Actually, we weren't even originally going to do a podcast. What we were the goal was so. 
my boy Carl, well, his name ain't even Carl, his name Mark, but my boy Mark. Wow. <laughs> my boy Mark and his cousin, you know, they got a bunch of camera equipment, blah, blah, blah. They used to make a bunch of movies and little whatever, whatever, music videos, blah, blah, blah. So we were just shooting the idea of uh, making a little web series off like Tinder situations, like Tinder dates. You know what I'm saying? That's when like, I was single out here, you know, we just, whatever. So we start doing that. We start trying to cast it, have people come through. Long story short, that falls through. Then I'm like, yo, bro, like, I'm trying to do this podcast. Like, you down to help me out with that? So we started it. And I remember when I was coming up with the name, I'm sitting here, I'm like, yo, bro, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. And somebody was like, yo, bro, like, that might be a dope name. And I'm like, what? And he was like, yo, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, you know what? Let's keep it real. You know what I mean? This is my first time doing this. I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm putting it out here, letting people see it, you know. Um, getting topics to talk about that people will want to listen to is not easy. My nigga. Con- trying to, trying to uh, do that in an entertaining way, not easy. People just think, yo, I'm going to turn my camera on real quick. And granted, it may, if you're good at something, you make it look easy. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, we started. We got a nice little 10 episodes. Had a little rocky moments. And um, had to be put on pause for a little bit. But we will be back soon. And, yeah. I mean, it's dope. If it is successful and you can make it something, you know, it's dope. But it ain't easy. Everybody think it's easy. It's not. It's you not. Know? You got, you got, you got to compete with the famous niggas. <laughs> the fuck? Like, what? Are you kidding me? Because, honestly, I feel like this is something that I've kind of always wanted to do. You know, just sit and just, like, talk about whatever. There used to be this show called the uh, Howard Stern Show. And I remember that shit. When I was a kid. And I'm like, yo, like. All my guy is just doing is just sitting on the radio talking, like, saying whatever, whatever. Like, granted, at that time, probably I should have been watching it, but we all been watching shit that we shouldn't have been watching that. BNT Uncut was one of them. I was about to say, BNT Uncut. Tick drill! Yo, memories. Okay. That's classic hip-hop right there, you know? But, um... You talking about Howard Stern? Oh, yeah, no, no. Something like when I saw that when I was younger, I was like, yo, like, that's something that I would want to do. But back then, you know, you can't sit there and say, yo, I want to I wanna sit there and talk. That wasn't really an option. That right. wasn't a thing. Back then, it was like, yo, nigga, you got to go to school. You got to da 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 Now, bro, you have, I, there are people who are life trainers. I don't even know what that is. You know what I'm saying? But... 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or wherever long ago, you didn't hear no shit like that. Like, it's just crazy. Or influencers. That shit was non-existent. Influencers. It's just crazy that now that that's uh, something that, you know, people could do. I remember back in the day, the teachers always told you, yo, you gotta be smart to make it. Nah. No, you don't. Not saying that, like, People who, who are podcasting are dumb or anything. A lot of them are, so he's trying to be modest. A lot of these niggas just be rapping. 
that just got podcasts. They literally just be there just to chat and just literally get clout and just get exposure and just. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 the thing that I kind of that I kind of uh, hated about it is I didn't want to be like too cliche and just sit there and constantly just like talk about what everybody's talking about, like talk about sex and just talk. That because when you think about it, I feel like a lot of new podcasters they are doing and saying a lot of shit just to get those clicks and those views, you know what I mean? But I feel like we had, like, an actual goal. Like, I remember when we were putting this shit together, I was like, yo, I want to get to a point where I'm doing live shows. Like, I want to build up an audience. Right, right. Nice, hardcore fan base. Once you get that fan base, you can do whatever you want. Facts. You get a fan base, you start engaging with the fans, and and honestly, shit was happening quick. We were doing a lot of shit on the fly, and I mean, it was definitely a learning experience. So, whenever I'm able to get back and, and, and make this happen again, um, I'll have more knowledge than I did before. Right. You know? And another thing is that it's hard to push something like a podcast because a lot of people one aren't able to sit there and listen to other people talk so i feel like that already in itself your your demographic is already like is minimized right like your target audience like not everybody is gonna is gonna um even be interested and another thing is um shit don't try to sell another to your friends. Just get out there and go because a lot of people will say they'll support you. And Listen, we're not even going to talk about that shit. Like, what? Niggas be like, oh, I got you. I'm here to support us. A yeah. Lot people, a lot of people will sit there and say, yo, I got you. I'm here. Da, 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 you know? And uh, their actions won't reflect. Or you get the support from the niggas you least expected. Like, I was already subscribed to Day Day's podcast when he literally released the first episode. Like, I remember I remember when we dropped the first episode. Uh, we dropped the first episode on my birthday. And, see, that was my idea. I was like, yo, bro, we need to drop the first episode on my birthday. You know, right there. That's that's nice promo right there. And this is going to hit me up and say, yo, happy birthday. What I'm going to say, yo, if you want to do something for me for my birthday, hit subscribe. Yo, I'm not going to hold y'all Virgos. You got a Virgo placement. You're always thinking ahead. And you're always strategic about what the fuck you do. Like, And I'm like, yo, like I want to be able to know who my audience is. Like, I want to sit there and be like, yo, I know boom, 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 watching this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had so many ideas. Like you said, like I was thinking 10 steps ahead. Like, I wanted to do the live shows. I wanted to fucking... Um, some of the, I'll just throw you one of the ideas that I had that, that little doorways. Um, I wanted to do a segment where chicks sent me DMs from dudes that was hawking them down. And I read them. Oh, that's that would have been fire. That's entertaining. That's for some Jerry Springer shit on some Jerry Montel Jordan type vibes. If like, you want me to say their name, I say their name. Because I really don't care. But if you want me to keep it, you know, I can do that too. Right. You know? Um... I remember uh, I wanted to do more different segments because I remember during the podcast I had like a, a food segment. I had. I remember that when you got the tacos. I remember that shit. I remember the taco segment. 
there was there was so many because at the time when we were doing the podcast i wanted to do the podcast i wanted to do something where i could interview artists and i wanted to do something where um i could do food you know what i'm saying and i wanted to do another thing i wanted to have a bunch of different shows all on this one network where it's like yo you can see me doing this you can see me doing that you can see me doing that but the one thing i did not factor in is how much work it actually takes to edit all of this material mm. um, how much time everything takes hell yeah learning how to edit the videos and how to edit the audio and how to do all this shit and how to actually make it come together so it's proper and how i want it so qualities you know nice and high it's not easy it's not easy and my boy who was helping me um he guaranteed me a good 10 episodes you know what i mean unfortunately um some other stuff ended up happening with uh him personally so you know he had to take a step back but you know i i i got everything that i got i got for the free you know what i'm saying right all all those episodes, all those fucking performances. Like, I had Scotty tripping up there. I had, um, shout out to Scotty tripping. I had JX up there. Shout out to JX. JX was actually the first one. I know. On the show. Well, I mean, I, I'm talking to like I'm talking about. I know because you know I'm I'm over here rapping yeah, with him, but y'all don't know. But I knew that because I was actually watching shit. Like, I was trying to, like, really engage with everybody. Like, yo, like, tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Like, I'm trying to make this pop, you know? And um, I just remember, you know, little things, learning little things. Like, okay, like, I can only imagine what it's going to be like on a larger scale. Right. Now, I can see where it's going later. I can, okay, now I can see. You can forecast it. Because I feel like what a lot of people don't do when it comes to podcasts, like, before, okay, like, how you said you had a goal, Mine happened to be like everybody kept telling me for years, like you should do a podcast, like you be having mad because I would just randomly rant on my IG stories and niggas is like, yo, that's facts, like that's what's up, da 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 da. And everybody's like, you should have a podcast. I'm like, well, what the? F-? I lit and mind you, my whole one of my old sorority sisters put me on Amanda Seals podcast for small doses, and I was like, yo, I fuck with her shit because it's relatable. But the name of it is like small doses of your everyday life. So like she got different segments. I'm like, yo, I fuck with it, but I'm like. I want to talk about society and culture, especially when it comes to black people, but also as a female, but I know I have a plethora of gifts because I'm an artist, but I'm an accountant, but I got the gift of gab, but it's like, I want everybody to know, like, I'm still that, I'm still that chick, that Rondaway girl, right? But I want to pull all of them in together. So I was like, yo, I fuck with Amanda Sales. I'm like, I bet. So I finally was like, you know, I'm going to do an episode. My homegirl was in, ironically. She's in her marketing master's. She was like, yo, we just did something about podcast episodes. So she was like, yo, just log into my, my, you know, discussion board and, you know, get all your research. So I researched this shit, like, knowing, what, like, what kind of your graphics you should be like. Like, have a consistency on your releases. Know how you want to have your time frame. Be mindful of your tone, your inflection, how you're able to project. Like, you got to be, you, you pretty much got to be what a lot of Virgos are is animated and dramatic. Because if you're not in your monotone. People pick up, and it was like, you know, people pick, they were pretty much saying, like, people pick up on your, you know, your voices and your tones, and they, that's what kind of gauges them in. If you're monotone, they, they could feel it where it dies down the energy. So I'm like, oh, this is something I could do naturally because, nigga, this is just me. Like, I'm always over the top and extra. Like, I could do this, but it was like, I had to research and take the time because when you literally release a podcast, like how I have mine on Apple and Spotify, they ask you, like, what's your categories? Society and culture. 
personal stories, like, you know, experiences. So you got to categorize and know what you're coming into. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just name my shit Just Be Real Podcast because I just want people to be real. Like, just be real about it. Like, stop being on some bullshit. And then my brand as a whole, Be Real Relations, be real on who you are, be real on what you do. So I'm like, you know what, my nigga? I'm real in whatever I do, but my name is Jess. But people, little people know that Jess is actually an acronym for just expressing self-satisfaction. Because I I had to grow to, yeah, Jess stands for just, ex, just expressing self-satisfaction. So just expressing self-satisfaction while being real. Like, that's what it is. Being real in what I'm what I'm doing because I'm expressing myself, but I'm content with myself. Like, no matter what you say, you're not going you're not going to tear me from what I know about me. And if you don't rock with it, you ain't got to listen. But I'm going to be unapologetically me about it. So it's a choice for you to stick around. And it's a choice for you not. But it's like, like you said, it's mad work. Like, I don't edit my stuff because like I always said from my day one episode, I'm not in that space right now to edit. And if I, Period. And if I'm going to be real, you're going to get the quirks. You're going to get the mess ups. You're going to get all of that. And I'm not going to apologize because I'm going to have a podcast talking about being real. And I'm over here trying to edit and do it. Nah, nigga, I ain't got time. So when I get to that level where a networker picks me up and somebody has the time for that shit, that's what we'll do. But right now, we're going to keep it real. And we're going to be real what we do. And we're just going to have conversation. Like, And people are like, oh, I'm like, yo, I give people questions so they can have an idea because you, they talk about dead air. You don't want no dead air on your podcast. Like, that automatically can be where people just like, I'm tired of listening. We were going, so, I don't know, you know, I'll just throw this to you. I'm just thinking that, like, I'm as, as you're talking, I'm just thinking about, like, damn, like, I remember when I was at this stage, and da 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 And, um, so, one thing I used to do is, uh, so you know how niggas be on Twitter, whatever, whatever. I would always try, I don't even know how to word it, but I would always try to think of something that someone has never said before as crazy as that even sounds you were trying to bait topic that like no one like yo what's something that somebody would want to talk about that like like yo what if celebrities had tinder or some shit like that like that's just the first thing that comes to my mind right now you know what i mean like if i'm watching some show or yo that's how i can shut my episodes it's basically from conversation pretty much pretty much looking at life day to day and just like you know like i guess like how a comedian would do and just jot shit down and just try to take topics from everyday life that everyone can relate to. I'm going to wait for the episode you drop when you ask, when you ask niggas. Because this is a... Con- y'all, if y'all follow Day Day, Day funny as fuck. But if y'all follow him on Twitter, his constant question is, am I the only nigga that shit with the lights off? <laughs> and I cracked the fuck up because, like, that's a question you really were like, yo. I'd be like, yo. But, yo, not for nothing, um... I remember when uh, I was doing my podcast, you know, trying to come up with talking points. That shit's not easy because you're sitting there and when you do it, like you said, you want to have it one take. You want it to be real. You know what I mean? You're not trying to sit there and have like a whole script because it's not authentic. Right. Real. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, that shit was crazy. It was not. It was not. easy. It's not easy. Trying to talk about things to make people want to listen or make people want to think. But the crazy part is, is what I was trying to do was I was trying to make people laugh, but get them to think because it's a lot harder to get someone to think. You it know, is. You get a nigga to laugh, but to get a nigga to think and use your mind, that shit, I don't know. That's and, that, and that's what I think is also a good thing, too, because I feel like topics for me is never an issue. Like, I literally got a whole notepad where, like, I literally have my next season planned out with a whole nother 13 episodes where it's like, 
my shit literally come off the fly and I'm like, okay, well, what can correlate with this? Because I also feel like, like you said, music correlates with what, you know what I'm saying? If you're talking about topic, like for the, my first two seasons, I always had my normal song of Ghetto Children by Khalees. And it's like, because normally us black kids, they look at us like ghetto kids, like you're not going to be good for nothing. But hey, baby girl, you good at math, educate yourself because you know who you about to be able to pull forward. So it's like, that's what kind of what my, but now it's like, yo, I'm going to do what relates to the episode. So it's like, if I can get you off the rip about what I'm playing in the beginning and then close out with it. And then I have my mantra where it's like, you know, I hit you off with the mantra. It's going to stick with you. He's like, okay, so it's consistency. Like we know what's up, but it's like at the same token, if I'm a talk shit and I'm going to have a topic, I'm going to make sure I'm educated on that shit. And I'm not just talking on my ass. Cause that's a not a lot of issue with a lot of these podcasters is they talking shit. But it's really, you're just talking shit. It's opinion. It's no education, no knowledge, no fact. Like, my last episode I did was, you know, Black Love Day. The shocking fact that a lot of people was like, I never knew Black Love Day existed. And I'm like, yo, that shit been around since 93. And as much as y'all know about Kwanzaa, y'all ain't know about that shit. Yeah, see, but listen, shit like that kind of gets me. Because it's like, there's so many things that are, like, black that we as a people... Just don't know. Yeah. And, like, how can you know what you don't know? Facts. You know what I mean? Like, I remember uh, when I was younger, my grandmother had me read this book, fucking uh, Black History, and shit was thick as fuck. Like, I've probably, like, if you don't have someone that's going to point you in the direction, you know what I mean, to, 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 to research that shit, it, it's crazy. Like, you know, you see those Instagram posts, oh, uh, Black Wall Street. You know, uh, how, how the white people... Red lines, like how it is right now in Charlotte, where oh, it used to be called... Yeah. But there's just a lot of black history that people just don't know. And that shit bothers me sometimes because it's like, damn, that's how the world do us. It really is. But also, I feel like I've always been that inquisitive type and I always wanted to know why. So me always questioning shit, I've always had a thirst for knowledge. So like... I've always been the type to like, let me research this or what the fuck is this? What the other? And then it's like, if I have a platform and my friend was like, yo, that's crazy. I, that was one of my favorite episodes. She was like, I didn't even know Black Love Day was. Like, what's Naya Coma? I was like, yeah, the same way like you have a Barigani. Like, it's a part of the African American Heritage Association. Like, but if I'm able to use my shit to be able to tell y'all that, it's like, okay, I'm doing my job. And my friend's like, well, what if you don't? Have? I'm like, let me tell you, I don't create my podcast for real shit, not to be honest. And I don't want to be offended. I don't create my podcast for y'all. This is for me. Because it allows me to... It has to be. It has to be for... I feel for it to be... Uh, I mean, listen, we ain't nobody famous. You know what I'm saying? For for I feel like for regular people like us, for us to do something like this, it has to be something that you want to do for you. Right. Because if you're doing it and your only goal is to like make it pop, you're either going to end up saying some crazy shit to get attention and then you're going to look crazy. You're going to end up doing some crazy shit for attention. Um, you're going to be spending a lot of money to get your shit out there and it's not going to have any quality or substance. You know, when we were filming that shit, we were doing that shit because we wanted to do it and it was fun. Right. You know, we had we had a good time doing it. Uh, the things we were talking about were things that we all, you know, genuinely thought or just random shit that we just wanted to get off our chest. You know, um, if you have the chance to do it, you know, definitely go for it. I mean, why not? We right. Where everybody has their phone to their face. 24-7. Exactly, 24-7. 
you know, there's no reason why you just can't hit record and shit, give it a try. And that's what I felt like. Like, you do that shit, you just hit record. And I felt like also for me, it was more of a release because we were in a pandemic and there was a lot of death happening that happened at the time with me. So I was like, yo, this is the perfect outlet outside of my normal journaling. Like, I have a platform because a lot of the shit I would ramble about, my friends, people would be like, yo, that touched me. You don't know how that just, like, helped inspire me. Like, I had a uh, episode a couple episodes ago that I was talking about suicide. And a lot of people never knew that I attempted suicide four times. So, yeah, like... I, I think that, like, this is, like, a good way for people to express themselves. And it's a good way for other people to feel comfortable about how they feel. Exactly. That, talk about what you're going through now it's not always easy see this is where like the tricky shit in my brain comes into play when like i think about it because it's like okay you don't you might not feel comfortable talking to someone about it but you'll feel more comfortable you know you can sit there in your room by yourself whatever whatever talk let it all out knowing other people will see it and hear it you know and be able to give somebody some information or just some sense of um security I guess, yeah, security, like, yo, you're not the only one. This ain't just you. Right. And that's what ended up happening. I was listening to some dude a few days ago who was going live talking about, yo, everybody in my family's got cancer. Like, my grandmother, my brother, my mom died from it. Everybody, blah, blah, blah. I got it, you know. And he's just talking about, like, you know, if anybody in your family is going through this, like, you know, just certain things. But not to go on, like, a, a dark topic, but, you know, just people will let you know you're not the only one dealing with whatever you're going through. Facts. At the same time, the downside to that is I feel like everyone can do it. And I don't think, I'm not going to sit here and say not everyone should have a voice, but... You really feel everyone can do it? I don't feel like everybody can. No, no, no. Everyone should. That's what I'll say. Okay. That's what I'll say. Because anyone can. Anyone can. Not everyone should. Not everybody should. But I feel like people, <laughs> listeners, are able to tell the authenticity from those that are just literally out there. Because when that episode dropped, I literally had somebody contact me in the midst about ready to commit suicide because they felt they had nobody else to talk to. And it's like I gave people the disclaimers of what to say, what not to say, what to do, what not to do. Because that's sometimes you don't get that directorial or that type of option to I've know. Had, I've, I've experienced something like that. And when, when you have somebody hit your phone up saying, yo, I'm ready to, I'm ready to dumb myself right now. It's crazy. You got to It hit different. It hit different. Super, super sensitive. Um, and you got to watch the words you use because they could be triggering. And I feel like also a thing with me is with my podcast, a lot of the shit I talk about, I'm very transparent. But it's because it took me time to actually have to go through what I went through and literally work through it to be able to own it now where it's not owning me to be able to talk about it because I'm like, yo, you don't know who else. Like that happened before. Like some girl on Twitter, me and her connected because we shared the same rape experience that was literally out of this world that you would not think would be one or none. And it's like, yo, like... You really just yep, yep. touched me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, damn. Like, You share your story. And, and that's another thing. You share your story. It, it makes other people feel a little more comfortable. Like, yo, they talking about this shit. Like, yo, I, I feel like I can open up to you. You know what I mean? And, yo, some of this shit is saved people's lives. Some of this shit is drove people crazy. I just feel the internet is something that uh, everybody's got to watch out for. Because not, not just with podcasts, but all forms of entertainment. Because um, you just can't let that shit consume you too much, you know? Too much of anything is, 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 is horrible. 
you know. It's but, addicting. But, but, um, I just wish that, uh, there wasn't so many outlets where people would just do or say whatever just to get, like, the popping shit. Censorship. Niggas need censorship. Yeah. Like, um, I listen to your podcast. I listen to, uh, Dirty Water. Um, I haven't listened to his shit in a minute. I don't know if you know Dave Belcher, Dave B. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he has some shit. Um, I repeat a few episodes of Four Sides. I mainly listen to the Joe Bun podcast, to be honest. Of course you do. And well, I want y'all to know this nigga probably gonna try to be modest, but he had a little, a whole rap, a whole rap session with the nigga Joe, yo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, nah, we, we chopped it up for a little bit. We chopped it up for a little bit. Uh, nah, like that. that nigga wasn't just chopping it up for a little. That nigga gave him his credit. Like, fuck out of here. Let's not be a modest nigga. Like, you know what's up. Yo, you know what's I'm up. Not, nah, because listen, what I realized part of self care is when you congratulate yourself and celebrate yourself. So fuck that. We gonna do that here. Joe gave him his credit. That was due for him being a real nigga and pursuing what he do and doing it unapologetically. That's a fact. And I feel like that's important because like how you said Joe Budden was for you is what Amanda Seals was for me. And, oh, I, no. and I'm and i never going to not tell y'all and brag about Amanda because I know y'all t- I talk about Amanda every fucking chance I get. Chopping up with Amanda. I just talk shit about my nigga Joey but when people say certain things one thing that I've known to, to, to learn is that I'm not going to sit here and argue with everybody. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to sit here and say I know this nigga. I know what he would do. You know what I mean? But when people try to tell me certain things, it's like, all right, whatever. Nigga, I listen to this shit every day. I know what's going on. Exactly. It's it's all good, bro. It's all good. Right. That's what you think? Oh, okay. That's cool. Oh, he did this. He did that. Oh, all right. That's cool. Right. And it's like when you know the person because... And I hate the word famous. I use public figures because technically you're public, you're a figure, but you're still fucking human. And the fact is you have, like you said, more eyes on you than I probably do because the world's more in your business than I am. So Amanda being a public figure, she is. I've always fucking respect her, even from the days of my brother and me, because she was always a real, real. She always gave that real ass energy. Like, this is me. This is what I do. I'm confident. Huh? That was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, she played Dion. So she was always a real nigga. And then I've always followed her career to even her VJ days on MTV. Like, I've watched her career. Like, I've been loyal since 94. He was a DJ. Yup, on VJ on MTV. Okay, on, on, yeah. Yup. So Amanda been around. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she, she, and then she went to Purchase. So, like, she's, she know White Plains. Like, she. She went to Purchase College? Yeah, she used to date Dion from Ferris, my nigga. (laughs) Ski. Yo, 
Rest in peace, Ski. Miss you. But like she used to, <laughs> but like she used to date him. They was she went to purchase with him. Like she used to be on Ferris heavy. Like she used to work at the Gal and the Westchester. Like Amanda was literally around White Plains. Like she did an episode with Tammy Roman because niggas don't know Tammy from White Plains. She used to live over there by the fucking high school. Oh, no. There's a lot of people that Yo, niggas don't know. But Amanda's always been authentic, and I love how she's always had a moral ethic in the world of vultures in society, like the culture of culture vultures. And she's literally been. That's exactly what it is for me. Like, I was like, yo, this nigga is really not afraid to say whatever the fuck he wants to say. Period. And put it out there. And I'm like, yo, nigga, I got a lot I want to say. I got a lot I want to say. And I'm sure I can put it in a way that I I can get this out here. You know, um, yo, there was a, we were pushing it so hard, I had wrote fake, um, stats and all, I, I made up a whole bunch of shit, and we went to HBO, right, and we were sitting there talking to this dude, yo, I had this nigga fly, pause, he didn't fly me, he put me on a fucking train to ATL, and I went out, unfortunately, I didn't get the role. But, um, was gonna go be to try to go cast in some movie out there, you know? So, we had big things for this shit. We were like, yo, um, I got this little mini-series, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is, this is what it is. We got a whole bunch of fan bases, and we got all these people, and da 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 But, um... But I feel like it's important, though, because, like, how you said with Joe Budden, and, like, you have Joe Budden and Amanda Seals, you have, like, you know, Charlamagne. I fucking respect that nigga, like, no other nobody's business. I love Charlamagne the God, like... Angela Yee, you got people out here using their voice, but I feel like it's important that in black culture, like, you know how he was like, he was like, you can do this, anybody can do it. It's important to have those type of blueprints or people out there that can show you, like, you because I feel like, how important do you feel it is in black culture to have that? Because I feel like we try to get to tiered on a regular basis. 100%. And those are focal people that got to show us, like, we could do it. Uh, I think it's very, very important. Um, it it's hard because people are people and nobody's perfect. You know what I mean? There are things that my nigga Joe do I don't agree with. There are things I see Charlemagne not do I don't agree with. You know what I mean? Not saying that they're not pushing the culture forward, but I think it's very important that we have people like that because shit, if they don't do it, who will? Right. You know what I mean? Um, if we don't have people like that that are gonna show us that yo, you could do more than than this, and you don't gotta conform to the world to do it. And you, exactly, and you don't have to switch up who you are to 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 make it out here. You know, a lot of well, like I was saying before, a lot of people will change up who they are, will say whatever they gotta say just to make their shit hot. You know, bro, when we were doing our shit, niggas were just sitting there talking shit, saying what you had to say. You know. Sam was on your mind, trying to make it funny. We sit there, joke on each other, you know. But black people definitely need people like that in the culture to uh, to show them that they can do whatever they want without anyone telling them, "Yo, you gotta be this way. Yo, you gotta be that way." I feel like it's a whole thing where you don't you could do it without being boxed in because they're always quick to put and us in a box. Say because whitey could do whatever, but because whitey could do whatever. <laughs> For what? This is called Just Be Real Podcast, nigga. We don't do that type shit. We just say what the fuck is on our mind. Speak that shit. 
Speak that shit. Because I don't, I say it all the time. I don't be giving a fuck. Because the way motherfuckers is acting in Black History Month, like y'all want to be about the culture. I'm I'm sitting here thinking and I'm like, I'm trying to be careful of my words. Because um, I remember on on my shit, I remember one of my first episodes was talking about uh, a situation I had with a white lady. And how she, I forgot what the fuck she did. She did some crazy racial shit, whatever. We were just talking about that. And then, uh, you know, there was a lot of people that thought like, yo, you hate white people? Nah, bro, I love white people. I love all people. I don't give a fuck who you are or what you are. You know what I'm saying? But I love just, that's the thing that I hate with the world. Because I love black people so much, don't mean I hate everybody Oh, else. yo, think, say that shit again for the, that was a B-real bomb. Say that shit again. I love being black so much and I just love black shit. You're ethnocentric. I don't mean that anybody's any less than. It just means I'm proud. I have pride of who I am. Like, 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 yo, I've dealt with a lot of that. You know? She was crazy. She was crazy. I mean, you know, they be out here saying Amanda hate black men, but she in a relationship with a whole black man. So what the fuck you mean? You just mad because she call y'all, y'all, y'all wild ass black men out on y'all shit, hold y'all accountable, and y'all not used to it, so y'all don't like it. So now all of a sudden she hate I, black I, men. I'm not too familiar with Amanda Seals or her podcast or anything like that, but I definitely peeped her stand up. And, uh, I, like I be shit. knowing. That's my shit. Uh, yeah, that shit funny as hell. She, she funny. She funny. She funny. And like, I peep her story sometimes, like some of the poses she make. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't not disagree. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't disagree with anything she said. She cool. You know, she seemed pretty real. And for her to be black and a woman, I can only imagine how hard it is because. Yeah, listen. I wouldn't want to be like, just for the shit that you got to deal with inside your body. Like, not for nothing. I, I don't want to deal with no period. I don't want to deal with getting pregnant. <sighs> yeah, you know, that's why I'm over here looking how I'm looking because, you know, Shark Week be a bitch. And I, I was just saying it to my homegirl today. I was like, yo, the shit that we endure as women alone is bullshit. But the shit we endure as black women because we're always undermined and always, you know, belittled and demeaned in a way where they try to... They be trying to put us in a box all the time and act like we just not nothing but motherfucker. We built this country and we built y'all got built on our backs. We're the ones that birthed you. This what they say. I don't know if you watch Queens on ABC, but I'm a queen. I made you. This is a queen is what you call me. Okay, watch your mouth. Watch yourself. Because black women literally are the pillar to this fucking country. Yeah, that shit was some bullshit. I'm still mad about that shit because they literally have McCain's crazy ass. When I first read that, that she said that, I thought that that was a joke. That, like, someone had made that up. And then I didn't actually go listen to the video of her saying it. But I read a little bit of it, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, I'm like, well, ain't that what it was? But clearly, niggas want to undermine it because, you know, Whoopi got an EGOT. You know, she the only black woman that got an EGOT. So, it's like, she, she, she's like, fuck it. I got my accolades. I earned my rent. I'm going to do, I, 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 clearly. That's the thing. There's so, there's so few of us that are able 
to be in a position where you can say what you want to say, do what you want to do. I'm going to just take Kanye, for instance, because he's been wild. Yo, this nigga blowing my shit. You know what I mean? He's got the money. And people like Joe Budden, people like Amanda Seals, people like fucking um, Charlemagne, people like, um, I'll even throw in Gilly the Kid and Wallow. Um, trying to think right now off the top of the dome, can't, but whatever. People like that that are not at that super duper duper star level show you, yo, you don't have to switch up who you are to perform for these niggas. Nah, be you. You being you is what's going to get you to that next level. And what's meant for you is not going to pass you. You don't, in your moral ethic, you'll need more than anything. Like, like I was talking to, uh, I remember when I was talking to my cousin, he was making some music, and I was like, yo, bro, like, yeah, when you do this sound, like, it's dope, but you don't want to become a song. You know, you want to be an artist. So I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to say in that aspect. Like, you don't want to be, like, a certain way and just stuck in this little lane because that's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to box you in so you can't be this or be that, you know? But... I feel like, and but I also feel like us coming from like a gen, like being Gen Y, Gen Y, yeah, Gen Y one because we're lived there. And she be confusing me, millennials. Yeah, I so we so Gen Y one is uh, so we're technically people been misusing the term because millennials are really just Gen Y one. Gen Y one are considered millennials, which is our generation because we literally are the bridging the gap generation, which is why we're called millennials because majority of us were. In our teenage years, when the whole millennium happened, like 2000, the new millennium, went in a whole new decade. So we're technically the millennials because we experienced the change. Kids that were born into it are not millennials as much as they are, like, I guess you could say adapters to it. But, like, we started the whole shit. So Gen Y1 is pretty much us that was, like, 90s babies, 2000s kids. Yeah, what they're going to call the other niggas. Yo, I don't, they already got a name for I think they're like the alphas, the gen alpha or some shit like that. Which is weird. But like us coming from gen Y1, like we grew up on shit like BET, Nickelodeon, you know, 106 in Park, Rap City, The Basement, My Brother and Me, like all the shit where we had a lot of representation, where we saw a lot of us on the screen, which I feel like is why we're really on the generation where it's like, you got me fucked up. Like, don't try me. Like, I know what my, my worth is. I know my culture. Like, what do you feel like those type of mindsets and media outlets are expanding our minds? Like, because we don't have as much as that anymore, which I feel is fucking up a lot of minds I are really like, going to waste. Uh, I feel like it's uh, slowly fucking kids up a little bit subconsciously because as a kid, you really wouldn't necessarily. You're asking, like, what it's doing to the youth, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, when you say youth, how how young is youth, or is it just younger than us? Youth, I feel like youth is is anybody younger than us because you have kids that are two years old with iPads. You have kids that are like with iPads, two years old. And that's all they know. They don't know nothing else or know how to socially interact. Where I feel like interpersonal skills are being lacked. Okay, where yeah, no, that's, that, that's 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 exactly all those points you just said is exactly what I was going to get into. Um, like the kids I coach, I let them know all the time. Yo, bro, stay on that fucking iPad. Go out and be a real kid, you know. Um, but it is hard because at the same time, this is what the world is going into. You know, we got VR headsets. You know, how can I tell a kid not to be online? It, it, it's hard. You know, you just got to be, as a parent, you got to fucking parent your kid. You know, and I just feel more parents have to parent their kids. And unfortunately, Parents are kids too, 
nowadays. You know what I mean? Like the parents be kids too. Another be real bomb you just dropped. The parents don't know. And some people are very I'm just gonna use the word immature and not really thinking for the long run, you know, and they'll just do certain shit sporadically. Like you hear the stories all the time. Oh my baby mama, my baby daddy and And unfortunately you have people like that that's raising damn near seventy percent of our people. You feel me? So if you got people like that leading them, you can only imagine. But if you are able to censor what your kid is watching, then I think it's a great tool. I just I just feel like it's case by case. You know? That's a fact. I know for a fact that if I was a kid right now and if my grandma was still out here raising me, I would not be out here on no iPad playing games. Okay. My ass would be outside and get your ass in when the street lights is on, period. That's it, that's all. I was a case I'd be on there reading shit, I'd be learning, you know? It's very helpful. It's just what your personal intentions are. Not everybody has the intent to sit there and, and, and find out their culture. And, you know, you got a lot of black kids that are in these white schools that want to be white. You know what I mean? You got a, you got a lot of a lot of white kids that want to be black. Um, and I feel the internet kind of allows you to do that when you watch these shows, kind of. You get to somewhat live through someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, and I think because I was one of those kids I was in a lot of the, like, we was all at the high school, but (laughs) they is not going to say, but I was always in the AP honors classes where I was one of few black kids that was actually down with the culture. The shows you watched back then kind of molded you to who you were. Like, if you watched... Moesha! Prime example. You were somebody smart and you were gonna, you know, do whatever, whatever. You know, you kind of didn't want to let your favorite character down. Yeah. Yeah. And Moesha was one of my favorites who was... You saw things that they lived through and you were like, oh shit, that's what my nigga Hey Arnold did? Damn, son. My nigga Hey Arnold got a good heart. I fuck with Hey Arnold. Right. My guys, like... Shit like that. But I feel like I was one of few who was in the AP honors classes who was actually with the culture and like understood the culture, but like unlike the other black kids, they were like what they call Oreos, where they were trying to conform and fit in to be accepted by their white counterparts. And I was like, okay, I'm still gonna be in the projects, but even though I'm in AP with y'all doing English, I'm still in the project chilling with my peoples. Like that's that's one thing that I've always hated, especially when I was young. Because you want to be smart, now you white. What does that mean? Right. What is us? Right. And niggas used to call me too sometimes. They're like, why are you taking all these AP and honest courses? I'm like, and why is your ass at Rochambeau knowing damn well you have the same potential I have, but you just rather be an asshole and just do whatever so you can just be in an alternative school and not have to do shit and just barely get by? But, see, that's the thing. That's the mindset. That's the mindset that you're stuck in, you know? You're not able to really see at that point, like... Damn, you know, I really don't have to be here. I could be doing just as much as that other person. But what I feel society does is they make it seem impossible to do. Yeah. Um, like, they kind of make you feel subconsciously that, like, yo, like, damn, I'm, I'm not, even if I try, I won't be able to do this shit. So, why bother? Why bother? I'd rather just sit back here, 
be in these little classes where I could just fly by, do nothing, you know? But those characters back then made you want to do something, made you want to be somebody, you know what I'm saying? But kids now, they don't got this shit. They don't. And that's how I be feeling like, yo. But that's about it. That's how people be like, yo, why a lot of y'all millennial kids live in the 90s? And, and this is what I'm saying to y'all. When we say, like, 90s are... The 90s in general as a whole was a fucking movement, bro. Like, you were unapologetically you. You were able to literally... Like, you had progressive hip-hop where niggas were literally spitting shit about sex, drugs, to tell you to stay away from that shit and just further yourself and be bigger than what your mind or what the society trying to feed you. Like, you got niggas like Sister Soldier, Queen Latifah, like... Yes. Yes, I know we were just talking shit about white people, but this is one of the great whites. Eminem and Dr. Dre. Hell yeah. Guilty conscience, right? I was listening to that song, uh, whenever, I think today or whatever, I listened to that song, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, if these niggas drop this shit today, niggas will be talking about cancel, 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 cancel. And I'm like, yo. I hate cancel culture, yo. What happened to... Freedom of speech. Because niggas want to be able to say what you want to say, but you can't say certain... But that's because niggas want to pick and choose the parts of what they want to be able to understand and be able to perpetrate. Like, you don't get to pick pieces. You like, I hate half-ass people who be about the culture. Don't say you about the culture and you only about the culture for Black History Month, but when it comes time to educate and really have to speak on that shit any other time, you're dumbfounded and stupid and then you get mad at me because I'm calling you on your shit. No, I'm going to hold you accountable because you're not going to sit here and just be on a soapbox and then the next day you don't know shit for your ass from your elbow. Like Most, most people, one thing that I've learned is that uh, most people that say they do whatever aren't really the ones that are really genuinely in it. Because the people that are really genuinely trying to move whatever forward are too busy doing it and putting the work in to make it go forward to be out here saying, yo, you see me moving it forward? You see? Nah, niggas is just doing it. Yeah. And getting to it. But. I can't wait to do the episodes. I got an episode I, I've been waiting. Everybody been waiting. They're like, yo, what's this episode you keep talking about? Your MAGA episode. And I'm going to give y'all a little, a little sneak peek on what it is. Melanin always grapples. Angst. That's the name. That's what MAGA stands for. Not make America great again. Melanin always grapples angst. Was pretty much saying, as long as you got melanin in your skin and somebody who's less melanated, you're going to always be a threat. But I'm going to talk about my whole situation with my old job and how shit went down. And I literally had to be a movement and sacrifice my income to literally let niggas know, like, I'm not tolerating this shit. Because there's going to be another black female behind me. That goes back to the point that we were making before. People like the Charlemagne's, the Joe Buttons, the Amanda Seals, they show you that just because even in your everyday life, yo, don't conform to whatever fucking society wants for you. Be who you're going to be. Don't take no shit. Right. And don't just talk about it and if you're not going to be about it. Like, my mom, I told my mom, I was like, what you did? What? Like, what happened? I was like, yeah. And she was like, yo, that's crazy. I said, but it's because there's going to be another black young accountant that comes after me. That's going to endure this shit. And they're going to think they're going to think it's OK if I let this shit slide. I'm literally standing in for somebody who's coming up after me. Yeah, I'm trying not to say too much because I want to give it away for my listeners. But I got y'all on the next episode. But it's like. But you, it's like, there's some shit that I've done. And I think we also been in my sorority when my sorority is a pillar who was a very active in the women's suffrage march. Mm-hmm. It was, it literally is why I literally embodied to be a Delta because that was like, yo, y'all some, y'all bad. Like y'all really out here just going against the grain. My personal experiences, I 
See, I love sorority sisters, and I like. I hope to think. Well, from all the movies I see, and from what I see, but I don't know in real life because I don't know any two sisters that are like gang gang sorority. But yo, I feel like a lot of women secretly hate each other. They do. I'm not gonna lie to you. Listen, we tried to put a show together, open mic. I'm like, yo, this is me, Virgo, taking twelve steps ahead. I'm like, yo, it's Women's Month, nigga. We need to do a women's show, an all-women show. Yo, we can get the poets, we can get the singers, we can get the rappers, we, yo, we can get mad different ball. Yo, we got this. Yo, we had like 10 different performers, right? There was probably about 15 people in there, including the performers. Like, the crowd was the lineup. And I'm sitting there like, Y'all can get none of y'all girls? What the fuck? Listen, that's a whole nother conversation. I already got planned on too. Okay, I was like, okay. Y'all really don't support each other. Yo, people are not what they post about. And I said what I said when I said post. They post. Everyone is uh, happy on the internet. Yeah, but my thing is the same energy you can give to these, like I always say, the same energy y'all give to these public figures that don't know you from your fucking can of paint. Y'all don't get to the people y'all actually know doing the shit that literally you've known and grew up with and can't even sit in here and support on some real shit. But you'll tell you'll tell the baby happy birthday five times out there on your fucking post, but niggas you really fucking know you don't I even say shit about. All them chicks post Rihanna. Like, oh my god, I'm so happy Riri's about to have a baby. But your best friend was just pregnant and you didn't say not one fucking word. Not even say one word. Your best friend was just pregnant and you didn't get her nothing. You know, you know this person. You know? You can add value to this person's life. You know, all Riri gonna do is just take from you. Exactly. She don't know you. She don't know fuck about you. And that's what I be saying all the time. I'm like, yo, and this is why I say podcasts are important, not just for culture, but I feel like with me, my podcast is very, very vital for me because... I didn't realize the people I was touching in my span because I literally was like, I'm only talking to my people and my age group. And then literally when I made like, my homegirl was like, I gave my little cousin a guy for, you know, Y220s, like how to navigate. Through. She was like, I wish I had that shit in my 20s where a black woman was telling me how to navigate through my 20s and do it unapologetically where it's like, you're going to go through some shit, but it's going to build you. And like, I never knew people in their 60s would listen to myself like, yo, the transparency you have is some shit I wish I could talk about at your age that it was pretty much, I was shunned to not even say nothing. Like, I'm like, well, damn. This is this is what it's doing, and my friends be like, "Well, I'm like, yo, if I at least touch one person, I don't give a fuck about nothing else." This is this is all new, you know. So it's like no one really knows what what this space could be. You know what I mean? You got people making mad money off of this shit. You know, shit. I I can see you doing the same. You know, it's it's all possible. People just gotta put the work in, and as long as you stay you. You know what I'm saying? And keep talking your shit. You be good. Yo, and I always be putting this out there. My friends like, you all. I'm like, no, seriously. Like, all I want to do is just a man, Smart, Funny, and Black Network just pick up my podcast, and I'm good. Uh-huh. They're like, what's Smart, Funny? I'm like, yeah, that's Amanda shit. Like, if she pick me up, and I become like her little protege, and I'm like, yo, I always, and I always tell people, I learn from people who do what's best for them. I don't learn from these public figures who do whatever the fuck they want to do to conform to get the likes, the views, and all that. But I learn from people who do what's best for them and go their own path because that's the best way to learn because that shows that you're still able to be successful. You still have your moral ethic. You're not tossing and turning like, oh, I took dirty money because you're denying shit. Like, okay, the money's not what about it. If I don't have it within my morality... Learn the hard way. 
Like, I don't have it. Hard way, I'm probably not gonna learn that shit. See, I'm either gonna learn the hard way from my personal experience or somebody else's. I have to see the hard way. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just me. Everybody's different. Um, cause I know when I do some shit and I set my mind on something, a million people can tell me, "Yo, nah, that's not the way to do it." That's not me being who I am. I gotta push this the way that. That, that I gotta do it you know like when I was doing my podcast for instance um one of the main things that I wanted to keep doing was like before having the segments you know what I mean somebody was like look bro I think um that's taking a little bit of attention well, nah fuck what you're saying you're not agreeing with me right now okay nah get the fuck out of here I had to learn <laughs> when it was time to edit all this shit that it's like oh damn you maybe I shouldn't do all that cause that is a lot for the eyes to see and this is a lot of fucking bullshit that I gotta make sure is all lined up and blah 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 blah, blah. but I mean um damn I lost my train of thought again my bad you said that you were learning the hard way oh yeah yeah learning the hard way that um all of this shit takes mad time and it's like yo maybe my son was right maybe if I just let it play and let it run through you know it will give people more to watch and it's like yo what am I watching instead of it jumping from here to here to here to here but everybody different, yo. And that's a fact. And I feel like the hardest part about podcasts is consistency. Because if you think about it, a lot of people who had podcasts during this pandemic, a lot of niggas fell off where they haven't had no content. And it's like, you got niggas, draw niggas in. And they're like, okay, so where the fuck else? So you just going to leave me? You going to fuck me, not even kiss me? Like, you're not even trying to sit here and have no type of foreplay? Like, you just left me out here. Okay, bet. So then you have to go back and try to read now what you had originally in your marketing or your plan to just do whatever. You got to now rebrand and go back to try to get that audience back in because you've been gone for a minute. It's not easy. It's not easy. Trust me. Yo, I got people to this day. I think we dropped our, sh- I dropped our shit like maybe three, three, four years ago. Niggas still hit me up to this day. Yo, son, when you coming back, son? Sometimes I be going back to that shit, watching it. And you got to be able to build your audience, engage with your audience, and your shit got to be cracked. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, the dope gun sell, you know? It may not sell as fast as you want, but that shit will sell itself. If you come out and your shit is fire and you're saying things that people want to hear, if you're able to make a connection with people, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's about, you know? I like to argue with people, you know? When we were on our podcast, my co-host, we go at it all the time, you know? Some people would agree with him, some people would agree with me. You know, we would try to engage the argument with like the audience, you know, as best as we could. But, you know, people like camaraderie and they like that type of energy. So off the rip, right there within itself, you know what you're doing. Feel like they're a part of something, then they want to do more to be a part of it. Right. Right. And when we were, I'm thinking, I'm just thinking about all the shit that we were trying to do back in the day. And I'm just like, damn, like. I had the vision. <laughs> but, like, niggas be asking me, they be like, oh, yo, so when I'm going to get a spot on your podcast, and, like... That's another thing. No. Was, everybody's not supposed to be on my show. I remember when we had dropped the shit, mad niggas hitting me. Oh, 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 this is what I was going to talk about with JX, too. Um, Mad niggas hit me. Yo, son, let me get a spot on the pod. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, bro, like, first off, you even watch the shit? Do you know what you're getting into? Because... I'm going to say whatever I want to say. And once you're there, nigga, 
I got you on tape, nigga. I'm using it if it's fire. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, when I was trying to get some rappers, I'm not going to say any other rappers, but I tell you this, I had 10 different people tell me that they were going to show up to a spot for us to shoot some scenes for like a, a rap scene and a little interview scene. JX was the only one that pulled up. Actually, JX came like, I think like an hour or half hour early. My son showed up early. So I'm like, yo, bro, since you're here, we about to get everything. You know what I mean? We about to do it up for you. You the only one that really pulled through and showed up for me. Yo, we about to make it up for you right now. We about to do it big right now. Like, what's up? Like, you about to get a whole, whole segment. You feel me? And yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy. People will say, yo, I want to do this. I want to do that. And that's what it will be. They just talking. They not really about it. Right. You know I mean? Because hitting that share button don't cost anything. Hitting oh, yeah. Not at all. But I'm on. I I be on my shit like everybody's not meant to be on my show because I only put people I like on my show. I only put people that I know are gonna be relatable and the connection's gonna be there because you're not gonna force me to be in a space with your ass and I don't fuck with you, huh? What happened? I said I'm a little high right now. I don't know if that matters. It don't, man. Nobody even think about that shit. <laughs> but like, I only put people I like and I know the connection's gonna be there. Like, I think I've had uh, two people who are known in the industry that acts to like, I asked one and the other one like, yo, when I'm gonna come on? Because she's like, because your generation is part of what, you know, my marketing is. Like, I want to be able to tell my story. And she's known, like, she's an entertainment manager, like a president of, you know, a very big entertainment company. And I was like, you want to be on my podcast? I'm like, me? Like, little old me? She was like, yeah. And I was like, yo, that's different. Like, things like that show you that it's possible. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be the next Amanda Seals. You could be the first Jessica Schultz. Exactly. Oh, your government out there, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn, nigga. <laughs> well, that's not my full government, but that's part of it, at least. Goddamn. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the point I'm making, you know what I mean? That's why we need people like the Joey's, the fucking... Charlemagne's the man to show you that you can do this. You know what I mean? Be in your own lane. Be in your own lane. I feel like podcasting is about to be something that's going to be a pro and a con in culture and as a whole, depending on what people... Every, every day there's a new one. Every day there's a new one. Like, okay, so for instance, you know how music is so mass produced? Every, every day there's a new song, blah, blah, blah. New nigga popping up, new rapper popping up. That's how I feel like it is a podcast. And I feel like it's hard for someone who isn't too informed about podcasts to go and actually find one with substance. So, for instance, if you go to an artist, like, oh, almost said a name that we were talking about before. <laughs> Had to catch yourself? If you go to, like, an actual famous person who's, like, actually famous, who that can rap um, yeah, I already know who you talk about. <laughs> and that person listens to this podcast too. That person probably would have been tight as hell. You would have said their name because they listen to this podcast. Listen, I believe it. I believe it. But um, if you are Go to a person who's like a famous rapper. You don't know their music. You click on one song, and that song is trash. You're probably not gonna go 
for the rest. And that's what I feel like people who don't really know too much about podcasts will be. And that's what it will be for them, you know. And Until they get that word of mouth where somebody literally puts you on. I feel like it takes it where it's the word of mouth where somebody puts you on to a podcast. 100%. That's, that's and then that's where you find out where your niche is to what to listen that's, to. That's 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 exactly that's exactly the best the best way. Word of mouth will never die. Word of mouth will always be the best way for uh, info to spread. Like no matter if it's podcast or anything. That's all social media is. That's all. That's all. Fucking Pretty much. Media. Like you're fucking actually right. It's just an instant. Everybody posting something. You know. That's all it really is. I mean, little do people know Instagram means instant. It's literally instant communication. Like, that's really what it is. I remember Instagram before the icon now. What was the other shit with the actual little camera? Camera, that little 90s Polaroid shit. That little 80s Polaroid shit. And that's when people really used to use Instagram for fun and post pictures of, like, food and shit. And niggas would just have fun. This is how much technology will change you, right? I come from an era... Where niggas ain't really picture taking niggas like that. Niggas ain't sitting in front of the Polaroid and snap snapping it up. You feel me? Niggas, yo, get that camera the fuck out of here, my nigga. What you doing taking pictures over here? We doing shit you shouldn't be taking pictures. You feel me? I'm not trying to be in the camera. Like, why you trying to take pictures? A few years later, cell phones drop. Time goes by. Instagram drop. Bitches on Instagram taking pictures. Oh, we taking pictures? Posting them? Oh. Nigga, Instagram came out, I'd be picture taking ass nigga quickly. Quicker than a motherfucker. I was like, oh shit. That's when you taking know? pictures of your sandwiches and shit would literally get mad likes randomly because we really use that shit for fun. It was the beta, it was like, yo, we don't know what we really do. It was the I feel like it was a continuation of MySpace, just a little bit quicker. MySpace was the shit. MySpace was You remember the days of Skonex? Think about it. All that shit is like a podcast. All niggas was doing was just posting random shit. Telling the story of what the fuck was going on for the day. And niggas didn't know what they was doing. Talking about a whole bunch of random shit. And I feel like, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. These days, my top eight shit. Nigga, 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 ready to get ready to fight you. Yo, remember when you used to have my? Remember when you used to have a top five for T-Mobile for people you could call anytime, whenever, and text nonstop before I, texting was unlimited. Listen. I, <laughs> Son, I remember when I could only really talk to people after nine. Yo, remember when AIM was this shit? When niggas literally had a sidekick and a regular phone because you had to have both? Like, AIM was this shit. AIM was where you put your away messages. You let niggas know you was in you class. That was text messaging. I had to have a fly shit. If you didn't have a fly shit for your away message. That, or you had a next toe. You had, everybody had a next toe or a sidekick. That was, that was, that was text messaging. Mm-hmm. Beep, beep. Where you at, son? I'm here. I come from the era of ringtone rap. You know? I come from the era of living a song on your voicemail. Hey, yo, you know it's your girl, Jess. You know what to do at the tone. Like, you literally playing a whole 30-second clip. Tell niggas, shh, be quiet, be quiet. the era of shoving niggas into the bush, Greek earth. Niggas walking by, throw you, boom, right into the bush. Nah, we come from the era where niggas are randomly be on... I'm mad they made this shit a movie, but buck out road. Niggas used to do that shit for... Just try to fucking scare each other. Yo, we... Yo, listen. Shout out to my boy Lamar. If you watching this, go follow Addicted to Kicks. Because he used to sneak a plug. Um, 
we used to walk Buck Elk Road so many times, and that nigga one day scared the shit out of me on Buck Elk Road. That nigga had me there. We was there and shit, and that nigga just dick took off and ran and just left me there. Nigga, not gonna front. Them ghosts is real. Don't go to that house. You'll see, you'll see them little, them little, uh, them little niggas there. But Buckeye Road was the shit. Scary. They made a whole movie about that shit. The movie, yeah, scary as fuck. Scary Yo, that used to be a dare shit niggas was doing Halloween. What? I said that used to be a dare niggas we used to do on Halloween type oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if y'all haven't gone Amazon Prime, they got something called Buckout Road, which is a whole movie about this road that's in White Plains by pretty much where Day Day used to grew up at. And there's a backstory about ghosts and shit that you. I never made it past literally that first part of the road because remember I used to be around Becca Coakley. I made it through a few times. I think I think there was only once I was a bitch. I never made it through. My scary ass was never. Uh, 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 I couldn't let everybody laugh at me that hard. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't. I, my pride wouldn't let me. I'm like, yo, I'm scared as fuck. But if I don't do this, then these niggas gonna clown me for the rest of ever. And I was like the youngest nigga that everybody rolled with. So I'm like, damn, I already got rough. <clears throat> exactly. But y'all go go Google Buckeye Road if y'all listening. And y'all understand what we talking about, and then you'll see how very mischievous our badasses were back in in in, in the younger days. Real shit. That's that's really how it was. But um, what do you what would you have day for anybody who's aspiring to do a podcast? Like, what would be a, your B real bomb that you would drop, or like a life motto you would just want to share? Want to do something? Research what the fuck you doing. So you have an idea of what you're doing before you get into it, you know? You're not going to read a book if you don't know the language the fucking book is in, right? And don't let nobody tell you that you can't. Because once you start telling people what you... What, yeah, once you start letting people tell you what you can't do, then you, then you fuck. You feel me? Go for it. Shit. Um, and watch your words. That'd be another thing. If anybody's trying to start a podcast, watch your words. Because I look back at some of the episodes and I was like, damn, yo, I said that. <laughs> like, I gotta live with it. I live with it, you know. I, right. I ain't never gonna, you know, but it's like, damn, I could have maybe worded that a different way. Right. I could have, you know. Um, so yeah, At least you can man up and admit, admit to the wrong. So that that's what's up. See, that's the thing right there. Not everybody like that. You know how many people are not willing to take accountability for their actions. You know how many people don't even understand what the word accountability means? I was about to say that shit. They really don't. Like, real like, rap. Like, there's so many people that don't even know what accountability means for them to, to take it, you know? So, I would definitely say, don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. Fucking watch your words. And I said some other shit, but I forgot it, so... <laughs> So tell, tell everybody where they can follow you and keep up. So when you do come back with the podcast, they on your shit. Because you already know I'm going to be promoting it regardless. But like, you know. You can follow me at It's My Day, I-T-Z-M-Y-D-A-Y. The podcast, you can go to Pocket Chains Media, right? Follow us at Pocket Chains Media on YouTube. Yeah, you see, I don't know what I'm doing podcast. We have the podcast. I tried to have the little food show called I'm Hungry. Uh... We had random rooms where we literally had niggas rapping in random rooms. Um, and, yeah. That's, I 
So y'all heard it here first. Hometown homie let y'all know what's up. Now y'all can literally see my insight on how I feel about shit from a male Virgo perspective. Okay? Because there's not much that Dana didn't say that I wouldn't have fucking said. I appreciate you. I'm going to definitely, definitely come back, chop it up after after a day of not working and, and, and I can just sit and chill. And- yeah. You're going to have to come back regardless because this is pure entertainment. Like... <laughs> I know motherfuckers are gonna want more of this. After this episode, I already noticed. Next time I uh, don't censor myself as much. Yeah, you gotta be real. I mean, he was being real, but he was trying to be conscious. He was trying to be conscious because he don't know my audience, so he was trying to be. way because uh, a very very easily disrespectful to people. On- <coughs> You know, I could be a dick without knowing it, and I try not to. I'm just trying to be a better person. I mean, that's fine. We're striving. But y'all heard it here first. Y'all go follow, check him out, and trust and believe he will be back. Oh, yeah. So that was my boy, Day, the hometown homie. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed the episode podcast me. Um, We'll definitely be back for another part, too. But as I always say on air, let's keep it real. And I always say to y'all, be real. Be true and always be unapologetically you. I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace.